coming up. We arrived at the scene um, to find two corpses on some residential property. Deputies say family members of the two people who died had paid Witt to cremate the remains, but he never did. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Tonight, we are getting a first look at the funeral home and the property tied to a gruesome discovery in Caswell County. Residents of a small town in North Carolina are dealing with a horrifying discovery. I'm joined by Chad Silber, evening anchor at WFMY in Greensboro. Chad, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Tell us about where this, we'll get into what was discovered, but where this took place and what was found. Sure. Um, so Caswell County is um, one of our most rural counties in um, what's known as the Piedmont Triad region of North Carolina, kind of north central um, North Carolina, right along the Virginia border. And um, in Caswell County, the county seat is Yanceyville and small town, um, very similar to other small towns in this region. And um, there was a funeral home in Yanceyville uh, and the funeral home director um, kind of came under some scrutiny recently, a few months back, um, by the State Department of um, Insurance um, over some fraudulent allegations uh, regarding insurance claims um, for people who have recently died. And, and folks at the station were already aware of these insurance claims, or was this sort of a small story that might not have gotten any headlines? Yeah, it was a pretty small story that we didn't really even know much about until the sheriff's office um, uh, issued a news release months later uh, asking for information, looking for this guy who um, was the funeral home director there and accused of doing something with corpses. That's about all we knew at the time. And did you say they were they were looking for the, the funeral home director at the time? Yeah, they had sent out a wanted poster because they were attempting to locate him. Um, apparently, they had... Had, uh, reason to believe that he was into some sort of criminal activity, and they just were, were hoping that somebody had seen him um, so they could track him down. I can only imagine that if you're at the station and discussing this and seeing this, probably raise some eyebrows like, what the heck's going on? What's this all about? Yeah, especially the, the thing that really stuck out to us was the fact that um, the sheriff's office um, had called the bodies corpses. Now, if you've been in the news more than a year or two, you know that nobody refers to dead bodies as corpses. And so when we first heard that, we were like, why would they refer to them as corpses? At the time, we didn't really know much about this Jeremiah Witt character. Um, and so we didn't even really know his ties to the funeral home at first. Um, and so then we did some more digging and learned that he, in fact, was the funeral home director. Um, and and then so then we started asking questions to the sheriff's office, wondering, you know, what this was all about. And what were they able to tell you? When did the rest of the details of this really grisly story come to light? Well, um, the sheriff's office told me um, that they received a 911 call one day um, in rural Samora Township, which is um, a, a very rural area outside of Yanceyville. And um, someone had alerted them to the, uh, like a foul smell, um, potentially bodies. Um, and so the sheriff's office uh, um, investigators went out um, to this area and were able to pinpoint that smell to this uh, property in Samora Township and where they ended up finding two decomposing uh, bodies inside a horse trailer um, on some property there. How quickly or were they able then to determine who, in fact, the, these who, who the bodies were, what, how they got there, what, what happened? 
So the sheriff's office said at the same time, they had already been investigating Jeremiah Witt, who is the funeral home director. Um, and they had already done, uh, I think they, they had completed a search warrant because they were working um, in tandem with the Department of Insurance. And the horse trailer where these bodies were found were actually on property owned by Witt's family. So not him specifically, but it was family property. And so that's how they loosely tied these two together initially. And then they were able to catch up with him not long after the discovery uh, of these bodies, right? They did find him. Um, they they found him and they did arrest him. Um, and he's been charged now with, um, I believe, 10 counts uh, ranging uh, from all, all sorts of things. Um, insurance fraud, obtaining property by false pretenses, and two counts of disturbing human remains Um tied to those bodies that were found. See, the how this at all occurred, according to the sheriff's office, is that Jeremiah Witt was taking uh, money from families um, with the understanding that he was going to cremate these bodies. But instead, according to the investigators, he was just dumping these bodies and pocketing the money because he his funeral home does not have a crematorium. And so for him to complete this um, cremation of these bodies, he had to send the bodies out of state to a crematorium and pay them to do the work. So investigators say instead of doing that, he just collected the money and dumped the bodies. Okay, so that answers my question. If there was some type of motive, it was financial. He didn't have to pay that extra money to get this work done. Correct. And that was really the, the, the reason we were wondering, you know, I, I, I initially we were like, how, how much money could you really be making off a, a cremation when it would seem rather easy and inexpensive to cremate a body? And then we found out he doesn't have a crematorium. And so he was shipping the bodies off. And so that's where the extra cost um, came into play. It's bad that someone paid him for his services of a loved one and he did not fulfill the obligation because there's a lot of people that entrusted in him to do services for, you know, prior family members. And now with all of this going on, there's a lot of people that have a lot of doubt as to, hey, where do we go from here? Is this something that could have happened before with other families, with other bodies? That's what the sheriff's office is trying to figure out. Uh, they don't believe that 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 has occurred, but just in case, they have reached out um, to the community, just kind of a, um, a broad message saying, if you have done business with Jeremiah Witt and this funeral home, and you're concerned that maybe not everything was done the way that you expected, they would like you to reach out to them. So that, I mean, that leads me to believe that they're not 100% certain that this hasn't happened before. And I assume the corpses were, the two corpses were identified and families have, have been made aware. Yes. And uh, the, the, the man and the woman, um, they had passed away many months ago, um, late last year. Um, and so we haven't been able to get into contact with the family members. Um, we do know that, you know, they had paid Jeremiah Witt um, more than upwards of $1,000 for each of these um, cremations. Um, and so whether they were given ashes from someone else or something else, we don't know. 
But um, the sheriff's office says, you know, this has just really devastated families. I mean, just think about it. Your loved one passes away. You pay the money to go have them cremated. Maybe you get ashes in return only to find out six months later that their body had been rotting in a horse trailer um, on some property. I mean, it's just devastating to think about what these families have gone through um, kind of twice. Yeah, every now and again, we hear stories about you know, related to the disposal of human bodies. I mean, it's something that with the, the end of life, we have to deal with in one way or another. But this is just another one where you hear about it and you shake your head and can't can't believe that something like this is happening. Yeah, I just it, it, it's it's kind of chilling thinking about all of the different things that had to happen for this story to to come to light. Um, and I mean, th- thank goodness that somebody did call investigators when they smelled something unusual, um, because I, who knows where this would have ended up if if you know if, if we never learned of it. And, and just to recap, he remains behind bars for now and facing. Uh, what's next for him? So he did bond out. Um, he he was only um, under a $100,000 secured bond. Um, he did bond out. He was in court at the end of last month. A couple of the cases were continued. A couple of them um, advanced to superior court. And and now we wait. Like I said, the, he's facing uh, uh, 10 felony counts and they're all kind of making their way through the court system right now. So it'll still be, I believe, a couple of weeks before um, the next phase in, in the court um, proceedings. Uh, so it'll, it'll still be a while that before, before anything real happens again. And Chad, forgive me if you mentioned, but any idea how long this guy's been in business? I don't know. I do know that uh, just by talking uh, to people in that area, Harrelson Funeral Home um, has been around for a very long time. Apparently, they had um, just uh, the the previous management um, was just an an excellent community-based management team. uh, And uh, Mr. Witt had taken over for them fairly recently, I believe, and was actually living at the funeral home at the time um, and the funeral home has since closed and there's really no signs of anything going on over there all right chad silver i do hope these are the only two cases but i'm sure you'll keep us posted if we hear about any more absolutely thank you all right my thanks to chad silver at wfmy in greensboro north carolina Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the show and give us a great review if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to learn more about the show and Vault Studios, check out our Facebook group, Inside the Crime Vault.